Hi there, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. Today we're focusing on the second half of the reading Crop Growing Skyscrapers. And we chose, or I chose this topic for you because I think it's an essential topic to learn about. It keeps coming up in various forms. And also there's so much vocabulary here that you need to learn and know. So at the end of my worksheet, I've got a little vocabulary practice for you. Um, a list of about 20 words that come from the text so they're easy to remember. You just need to go and uh, check them in a dictionary, check the pronunciation um, and keep them in a nice little vocabulary book, your IELTS vocabulary book, where you'll find all the essential vocabulary. Um, if you look on my website as well, because this is all about farming, you will find my mind map, which is all about agriculture. And there you will find many of these words. So little by little, I hope they will all start linking together. You'll start making connections, start remembering them more easily as you hear them more and more. Um, we looked at a gap fill type of type activity before, but today it's true, false, not given. So unusually, the first question is not given. So I'm just going to read it to you. I would say that in the exam, 99% of the time not given is never the first question. So if you really think it's not given, spend a bit of time and double check that. But this one is not given. So it says for number eight, it says methods for predicting the Earth's population have recently changed. Well, of course, the text talks about um, predicting the Earth's population. It says by the year 2050, nearly 80 percent of the Earth's population will live in urban centres. It mentions that human population will increase by about three billion people. So it's all mentioned but the method for predicting is not mentioned. So remember, if you ask yourself the question, how can we predict the Earth's population? Can you find that in the text or have the methods for, pred for predicting Earth's population recently changed? If you ask yourself that question, you cannot answer it in the text, even though they do mention uh, predicting the Earth's population. Let's look at question nine now. Nine says human beings are responsible for some of the destruction to food producing land. Well, I always tell you to use your gut feeling or your common sense and your general knowledge here. Do you think human beings are responsible for some of the destruction to food producing land? Well, of course they are, but you just need to find evidence in the text. It says at present throughout the world, over 80% of the land that is suitable for raising crops is in use. Historically, some 15% of that has been laid waste by poor management practices. So that's tricky, lots of synonyms there. Um, but we were looking for some evidence that humans have been responsible for destruction. And we've got food producing land is a synonym for land that is suitable for raising crops. Then we've got 15%, so that's some of the land. We've got has been laid waste, means destroyed, so it comes from the word destruction, which is why I always tell you to learn your uh, word formations. <laughs> 
which I've put on Instagram today, by the way. And then we need to find, are human beings responsible? Well, it says that the land has been laid waste by poor management practices. Well, that is human beings. Human beings are the people who manage the land. Um, it does come up later again, but this is in order of the questions. This is where you'll find that answer. Question number 10. What do you think? I won't give you the answer this time, but what do you think? The crops produced in vertical farms will depend on the season. So it says, if successfully implemented, proponents claim vertical farms offer the promise of urban renewal sustainable production of a safe and varied food supply through year-round production of all crops and the eventual repair of ecosystems that have been sacrificed for horizontal farming. So we're looking if the crops will depend on the season and we've just got this little phrase where it says through year-round production of all crops. So it does not, well, it says that it does not depend on the season. And again, that comes up later on as well, which I will mention later on. But basically, year-round production of crops means that they, this does not depend on the season. 11 says some damage to food crops. Sorry, so just to be clear, the answer 10 is false. And you could probably guess that because in these vertical farms they're indoors um, and so it doesn't matter what the season is like outside. Question 11 says some damage to food crops is caused by climate change. Again what do you think? Do you think some food crops have been damaged by climate change? I won't tell you till the end. It says however more often than not now due to rapidly changing climate that is not what happens. Massive floods, long droughts, hurricanes and severe monsoons take their toll each year, destroying millions of tonnes of valuable crops. OK, maybe a tricky one because you've got some damage to food crops is caused by climate change. And you've got this kind of mention that due to rapidly changing climate we get massive floods long droughts hurricanes and severe monsoons and it says destroying millions of tons of valuable crops so the answer is true and um, some of this damage it's not a question about quantity it's, it's some of the damage to food crops is caused by climate change so that's true um, question 12 your gut feeling could go either way i suppose it says fertilizers will be needed for certain crops in vertical farms. So fertilizers is a key word. Um, you know, how do you um, make sure that the soil is fertile for growing crops? Well, you either add a natural synthetic artificial fertilizers or you use natural ones. Um, so it says in the text, all the food could be grown organically eliminating the need for herbicides, pesticides and fertilisers. So, eliminating the need means that we don't need these um, artificial 
herbicides, pesticides and fertilizers. Therefore, the answer is false. 12 says fertilizers will be needed, but the text says that we will not need them. We eliminate the need. Question 13, last one, says vertical farming will make plants less likely to be affected by infectious diseases. What do you think? The text says the system would greatly reduce the incidence of many infectious diseases that are acquired at the agricultural interface. So um, the system would reduce infectious diseases. The, the question was vertical farming will make plants less likely to be affected. Uh, so therefore, the answer is true. So that's it. But in every single one of those questions, there was a key vocabulary term. So I'm going to put this on my website. But uh, if you're listening to this in the car, it might be useful for you. So um, I think I'll just run through them, give you a quick definition, if you don't mind, if you want to. So some of them we've heard before. The first one mentions urban centres. So urban is a key word. Opposite is rural, urban is belonging to the city. Next there's traditional farming methods. I've talked about this a little bit before but traditional farming methods actually means the methods we need we use now. Alternative methods are things like uh, vertical farming, growing crops in water, hy hydroponic I think. I've put that on, on, on the website on the resources. There's a whole article on hydroponic farming methods. Yeah, so those are alternative, but traditional farming methods is a kind of the ones we use now. Intensive agriculture is another word. Um, raise crops. The text talks about raising crops. So a little bit later, I'm going to ask you to compare words like raise and grow and harvest and grow up and bring up and all those kind of things because they get confused. In vogue is in fashion. Cutting-edge technologies mean modern, up-to-the-minute, the latest technologies. Efficient, so you've, you, you know this, I'm sure. Efficient, efficiency means it works well. Um, I'm sure there's a better dictionary definition, but you can check that yourself. <laughs> um, cheap to construct. Okay, construct is build, formal word for build, so it's nice to have a synonym. Proponents. Now, this is an important one. You can use this in your task two. Proponents are people who agree with this or promote it or are in favour of this system. Opposite, of course, is opponents. And it's good to when you're talking about both sides of the argument, you could use this expression proponents claim. So those in favour of something claim and claim means this is what they think. So it's a lovely one to use in your task too. Then we've got urban renewal. That comes up a lot. Renewal meaning regeneration, um, investment of government funds, taxpayers' money into city centres, for example, um, to regenerate and to uh, bring, I guess, customers back to the town centre. That's a key issue. Uh, sustainable production. So sustainable comes up a lot. 
um, production which can be sustained, meaning it won't just work for a short time, it'll work for a long time. So sustainable energy, for example, is like renewable energy, energy that you can get from the sun, for example, or a, a source where it won't run out. Then it talks about the repair of ecosystems. So ecosystems, keyword, key topic in IELTS. Um, ecosystems will be broken down, of course, by humans interfering with them. Um, but, you know, there's lots of, again, on my vocabulary resources page on my website, there are keywords about this rewilding, for example, where they bring in animals that used to live there naturally. Um, and also planting of trees, for example, that have been cut down, that kind of thing. Uh, Semi-arid deserts. So arid is a good word, dry. Um, the opposite comes up. They often talk about deserts and uh, climates and things like that. So the opposite could be arid. Opposite of arid could be moist, for example. It comes up quite a lot. We evolved. Um, so evolution, the idea... Of course, that uh, animals and plants adapted to the environment. A rapidly changing climate is a good, lovely three word um, collocation that you could learn and use. Rapidly changing climate, the climate which is changing rapidly. But doesn't it sound so much better? A rapidly changing climate. Okay, three natural disasters. You have to know these. They're keywords. Floods. So too much water. Floods. Notice the pronunciation, not flood. Floods. F-L-O-O-D. This one's a horrible spelling and pronunciation. When there's not enough water, which we've got in the UK at the moment, we have a drought. D-R-O-U-G-H-T. So droughts, again, keywords, floods and droughts, um, natural disasters. And then there's hurricanes, um, so strong winds. Of course, there's monsoons is also mentioned, strong rain. They are all key vocabulary. Next, they talk about pests. We've talked about this before. So pest is a, a animal that you is in too great a quantity that you don't want. So you have to eliminate it somehow um, with, uh, with chemicals. One example, you know, something like cockroaches is a pest. So you'd put down chemicals or you could get natural predators, predators that would eat the cockroaches so you didn't have to use chemicals. So that's a key IELTS issue. And the word eliminate comes next. Eliminate is a key word. Get rid of, destroy, wipe out. Here it's eliminate the need for herbicides, pesticides and fertilizers. Herbicides are chemicals which kill weeds. Pesticides, chemicals which kill pests, of course. And fertilizers, as we've mentioned, which bring fertility to the soil. The text also talks about methane generation. Methane is a gas generation. We've mentioned before, as in the town regeneration, uh, urban renewal. So it's, you know, methane generation would be production of methane. Composting is when you put all your kind of um, vegetables that you don't eat into a pile and then they turn into beautiful natural fertilizer. Um, Reducing fossil fuel use, fossil fuels, gas, oil, coal, um, that 
we we are, are running out are not sustainable, not renewable. And then the final one, I've taken this because I like this conclusion. I'm going to read the whole conclusion and it says, more needs to be done to reduce the detrimental impact this would have on the environment. Oh, sorry, I'll put, because it says it, I'll put it as a whole sentence. More needs to be done to reduce the detrimental impact of farming, of farming more needs to be done to reduce the detrimental impact of agriculture on the environment particularly as regards the use of energy so you know you could adapt that to other needs you could say more needs to be done to reduce the detrimental impact of misogyny somebody put on my website i think it was gagandeep thank you um particularly as regards the education of women for example it was a lovely example something you could adapt okay so finally just like to talk you through the words grow rear raise bring up and grow up so these often get confused so a farmer grows crops but the crops also grow by themselves. But the farmer grows crops, not grows up crops, just grows crops. For animals, you'd say rears. A farmer rears animals. But for both, you can use raises. A farmer raises crops and animals. But it's different for children sometimes. <laughs> you can say a parent raises children that's fine rears children that's fine but also brings up children the phrasal verb brings up children but not grows up children so grow up causes the problem now here is how you use grow up you'd say children grow up that's it past tense children or i grew up that's it only ab about children and their childhood and then finally plants just grow not grow up Nothing. So again, in your task one, when the chart increases, you don't say it goes, it grows up. You do say it goes up. So be really careful with those. A few examples you can think about. Uh, first of all, where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in Wales. Also be careful with born. Where were you born? I was born in Wales, not I born Wales. I was brought up well, so this is passive form, so I was brought up by my parents, so I was brought up well, for example, or my parents brought me up well, for example, active form. If you want to use an adjective, you could say I am well brought up or talking about another person's child, he's very well brought up, means he's polite, got good manners, <laughs> or I had a good upbringing. These two last two are quite advanced vocabulary, but you can see how they work. I had a good upbringing. Finally, grow. I grow lots of vegetables in my garden. So that's me. I'm the active person and I grow the vegetables. Or you could say tomatoes grow and tomatoes grow well, for example, in hot climates. Or passive tomatoes are grown in Italy. So I've got a few questions for you to think about and practice that might come up in the speaking. So number one, where were you born? Number two, where did you grow up? Number three, were you brought up in a small family? Number four, have you ever tried to grow anything? Number five, is there anything that you would like to grow? And number six, what kinds of food are grown 
in your country. That's it. Okay, thanks for listening today. This was a long one, so I'm I'm tending to do one long one every other day now, rather than two short ones every day. Um, as some people have said, they prefer to have a long one, but not so often because I haven't got time to do them every day. <laughs> thanks for listening, and please go and have a look at my website for the whole of that. I'm putting it on now, so give me a day and it'll be there. Bye for now. Bye.